Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the film critic for the website Quipster.net. You can find all of my written reviews there at that website, approaching 4,000 written reviews. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. As for this show, if you've been listening a while and you want to support this show, I do encourage you to go to iTunes and leave a review. I have a couple of reviews recently that were (laughs) pretty critical of my show because I did not like, I guess, a certain movie as much as the person who reviewed them liked. So as I always mention, it takes me 100 reviews to get one of you who are loyal listeners to reach out and give a review, whereas it only takes half of a review to get a negative. So all the support I can get is greatly appreciated. The Quipster Film Review Podcast is the name of this show. Today I'm going to be looking at a film that is currently out in a limited selection of theaters right now. It is called The Eagle Huntress. It's a documentary uh, adventure, G-rated, which means it's suitable for all ages. I do want to warn people that there's some animal carnage within this film because you have an eagle and it's being used for hunt and there's a lot of animal carcasses around that are being used for meat and things like that. So if you're squeamish about that sort of thing, I do want to warn you. However, it is rated G. It is an hour and 27 minutes. The cast includes a lot of names I may not necessarily pronounce right. Aishopan Nurgaev, Reis Nurgaev. I think among the only name that you might recognize among the cast is the narrator, Daisy Ridley, who played Ray in The Force Awakens. The director is Otto Bell. The film follows Aishopan Nurgaev. She's a 13-year-old dramatic Kazakh girl. She lives in proximity to the snowy and pretty treacherous Altai Mountains in the region of Western Mongolia. She ends up being shown the ropes of becoming an eagle hunter by her father, Reese, whose family has practiced the art for many generations. After the two end up capturing a female eaglet for her to train in the time-honored traditions of her forebears, she too decides that she's going to become an eagle hunter. Now, why this matters as a film is that it's extremely rare for a girl to be an eagle hunter in these parts. This film would almost have you believe that she was the first one, even though there have been reports that there have been others before her. But nevertheless, this notion further upends the patriarchal system of things in the region. Ashopan decides to enter an annual eagle hunting contest after her training her eaglet in the ways of the millennia's old tradition. So The Eagle Hunters, as a film, it's a documentary, as I mentioned, directed by Otto Bell. He does a pretty good job here in setting up this as an underdog story. It pushes forward to the naysayers, to Eshelpan's resolve, this main hurdle that she must set out to prove that these people are wrongheaded and backwards to the new ways of thinking, something that Aishopan regularly does at school, both using her mind and her physical prowess in wrestling with the other boys. It's not just that the elders within the eagle hunting industry think that a woman shouldn't do the practice, but they actually think that only men are actually capable of doing this. And that alone is going to put most viewers on the side of Ashopan to succeed as someone who's determined to show that she most certainly can and can do it as well as any man. But there's not a great deal of boyishness to Ashopan outside of her interests in activities almost exclusively pursued by her male counterparts in this film. The documentary also shows that underneath, Ashopan is still a young girl with lots of interests that the female members of her community are also interested in. She doesn't have any axe to grind toward the men or the patriarchal system. She simply enjoys the sport and feels that it's important to preserve the tradition in every way, save for excluding someone like her from participating in it. 
Now, outside of the close-minded few that are shown in the film, it's also heartwarming to see that others around Aishopan are also very open and willing to accept her as worthy of participating in the Golden Eagle Festival. They seem to root for her to succeed in the interests of good sportsmanship. And to be fair, many of those people attending the Golden Eagle Festival comprise of tourists who are from outside of the area. The local elders do comment pretty cynically that Aishopan's story seems more like a stunt to draw in more spectators to the festival and to the sport. Now, despite the 2,000 years plus of male domination in this survival skill, while people may find it surprising, few, if any, do express outrage at Aishopan's attempt to compete with the big boys in the arena And while the traditions are honored and respected, there's a level of embrace, too, to the modernity and the transition of the culture to new ways of thinking. Now, Daisy Ridley, the narrator, also gets an executive producer credit. She is very sporadic in her use of narration here. She's never intrusive, but not always necessary either, except to put a familiar name to attach to the film from a marketing standpoint. Indeed, if there's a negative criticism at all that I have of this otherwise delightful film, It's that Otto Bell and company seem to be bending the narrative to suit their needs in terms of marketing this on the world stage. They put forward a few false notions about a society that generally is more modern and embracing of female participation than the documentary suggests. Some of the drama does feel manufactured and some of the interviews seem skewed to show us what Bell wants us to see and to hear instead of this complete picture that might temper our excitement for Aishopan's success in proving all of these naysayers wrong. This, plus activities that seem to be staged or perhaps recreated entirely, as I mentioned, more for making a film than what might have been done in real-life situations, these things make The Eagle Huntress as a film feel like it's halfway a narrative drama instead of a full-fledged documentary. Other than for the heartwarming and empowering story that shows that no one should be barred by gender from at least trying to fulfill a dream, The Eagle Huntress is a very compelling documentary for its capturing of gorgeous landscapes within Mongolia. It has breathtaking drone shots overhead, as well as stunning bird's-eye GoPro footage of beautiful and elegant animals as they soar in the sky and across the frosty cliff sides that are rarely captured on film thanks to the amazing work from cinematographer Simon Niblett. Like the effervescent and ever-smiling Ashopan herself, this film is not out with fierce talents to shred the male-dominated society so much as it goes about its business just by suggesting old fuddy-duddy people merely see things in a new and hopefully positive light. Ashopan, who wants to become a doctor when she becomes an adult, doesn't set out to become a hero, but by the end of the film, you'd be hard-pressed to not want to carry her around on your shoulders and parade her as a champion in trying to confidently pursue a passion no one thinks she should even entertain, regardless of whether she is the best at what she has set out to do. I'm giving the Eagle Huntress three stars out of four. Three stars on my scale means I do think that this is a worthwhile film for those people who are interested in this subject matter. This is a film that is feel-good movie. It's suitable for children as long as they don't mind the animal carnage that's contained within. And some adults may be squeamish about that as well. But I will say that this is a heartwarming story and I think a very unique film watching experience. So I'm giving it three stars out of four for being an entertaining and thoughtful and very well shot documentary. 
Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you do, I do encourage you to click the subscribe button. You can also find more of my podcast reviews at the In Session Film Podcast. Go to InSessionFilm.com for all of the details on that as well. And don't forget, you can write to me. You can go to my website and find my contact information at Quipster.net. That's Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. 